0: Did the the Lord call you here? Amen. 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 Glory Glory to God. God. That that ought to make you happy. That ought to make you happy because you found your purpose. You found your place. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you may be seated. You may be seated. Glory to God. Well, (laughs) I said last week that, that I pitied the ones who weren't here on Sunday evening. And, uh, this week I'm going to say something else. If you see somebody here on Sunday morning that's not here on Sunday evening, then we need to begin to encourage. Amen. We need to begin to encourage them to come. And uh, one more thing about Sunday evening. If you see somebody here on Sunday morning who doesn't come on Sunday evening, go grab a CD from Sunday evening and put it in their hand and tell them, the Lord is speaking on Sunday evening. Come on, you, you need to hear it. Jesus talks here on Sunday evening. Yes, Amen. And I'm not just saying that because I'm preaching. Amen. Jesus speaks when Pastor Brian preaches. Right. Amen. They know he speaks on right. Sunday morning. They need to know though, if you're coming once uh, on Sunday morning only, then you're only getting up a third of what the Lord's speaking around here. Amen. Unless, you know, I mean, you can pray. You can read, you can study on your own, but uh, if you know that the Lord joined you here, you feel like you're supposed to be here, then uh, the Lord's got a word for you. Amen. Amen? He's got a word for us tonight. He's teaching us. Amen? Let's go before Him in prayer. Lord, we love You. We worship You. And God, we just thank You in the name of Jesus for this time together. For this night, God, where two or three where two or three are gathered in your name, that you are in the midst of them. And Lord, we present ourselves as gathered in your name. We thank you that you're here in the form of the Holy Spirit to teach and to guide and to direct. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I submit myself to you as as your spokesperson. God, I thank you that you give me the words to speak, the words to say, and that it finds good grounds in the hearts of the hearers. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Well, tonight we're going to continue what we started last week, the the foundational rule or the unseen principle we we said we would be teaching on for for some time. Um, I'm going to start tonight by reviewing a little of what we said last week so that we can be refreshed in our memory, and then we'll go on. Okay? Praise the Lord. Well, we said last week that the just shall live by faith. The just, the righteous, the ones that stand up right before the Father, and the ones that have equity, the equity of Jesus, on the inside of them, they live by their faith. That means that they, the things that they do... Um the things that they say, the ways that they act, they're governed by their faith, by what they believe. We sang the song, just like Peter walked on water, Daniel in the lion's den, Elijah called down fire, our faith brings us the victory. Therefore I believe. Right? Um We we ended um well. Does it say? Does it say the just shall receive things by their faith? No, the Bible the Bible doesn't say that uh, explicitly. It does say that, but we got to get this living by faith right because because the Lord didn't find it um, advantageous to tell us if if you have faith then you'll be able to receive stuff. You'll be able to get bigger houses and bigger cars. And 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 more things to play with, a, a four wheeler to go riding on, or or any of that. He didn't tell us that you're going to be able to live an extravagant lifestyle. He didn't say it. So uh, we gotta we gotta find out what we're basing our faith on. He said we would live by faith. Um, Hebrews 11:1 um, says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen." For by it, the elders elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made by things which are visible. And we said this, that faith will always go against what you see. Always. Um, What you believe will always go against what you see. Because um, uh, you don't have to have faith for the things that you see. Um, if uh Brother uh, Chuck came to me and said, "Pastor Cheyenne, I'm believing. I have a truck. I'm in faith. I have a truck. How do I do? What's, what's your deal? You know? Because I, I'm just believing. I'm just. I'm just. And I'd be like, y- Your truck is sitting outside, man." No need to believe for that. We can walk outside. We can see that. That's not faith. Faith has to do with the unseen realm, the things that we don't see yet, the things that we're believing for. And, and more than that, we're going to talk about it tonight. Um, it's not about, again, receiving for you. It's about walking according to the rules of the kingdom. Walking according to the, to the way the foundational Uh, principles and rules and the things that um, the Lord set forth in His Word the way we would walk things out. Alright, let's look at Romans chapter 1. Answer me this. If you can't see it, does that mean that it's not there? No. 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 Romans chapter 1 verse 20. Praise the Lord. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things which are made, even His eternal power and the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. For since the creation of the world, the invisible attributes, God's in, uh, invisible attributes have been clearly seen, being clearly understood by the things that are made. Now here's what this means. We see the fact that the world is here. The earth is here. And it didn't happen by a big bang, some cosmic something. We see in Genesis chapter 1, the the world said, the, the, the word said, and in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. The earth we can see. Trees we can see. And we know that because we can see those things, that there's an attribute about God that is creative power. Okay? The things that we see prove to us that He has characteristics that make Him real even though we cannot see him <clears throat> Colossians chapter 1 Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 we said we're, we're we're laying a foundation of things that we will operate in so that we can fully understand the kingdom Colossians one sixteen. For by Him all things were created, that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through Him and for Him. Verse 15, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Now let's get to verse 17. He is before all things, and in Him all things consist. In Him all things exist, seen and unseen. In Him they exist. Number one, we must believe that He exists. And Romans chapter 1 told us that we can believe He exists because of the things that we see. Um, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Without faith and without believing, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, that He exists, and that He's a warm of them that diligently seek Him. Genesis chapter 1 talks about, again, the things which are seen. But now we see in Colossians um, chapter 1 verse 16 that He created things that were seen and He created things which were not seen, that we cannot see. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 14. Let's see here. It's wrong reference. It's Hebrews chapter... -hmm. Just a second. Hallelujah. In Hebrews, we find that the word said that there were ministering spirits sent to minister for the sons of God. Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 14. That's right. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who would inherit salvation? Who are those that inherit salvation? Us. The ones who have trusted and believed and coveted with our mouth that Jesus is Lord are the ones that inherit salvation. So now we see that God created ministering spirits and put them here to minister for us. The ones that want salvation. And can we say, does it, do we believe in angels? We believe in angels. We say that and we, and we have little plaques that say, you know, angels are watching over me. And all sorts of cute little cliches. But there's a principle there that we have to look at and we have to say, if there are angels and they are watching over us, and we cannot see them, then where are they? They're in a place that is not seen. Right? We're going to say this over and over because it is very key to the way we're going to live. They are in a place that is not seen. Yet, can we believe that they're there? Absolutely. Now, talking about the kingdom again. Kingdom is defined, among other things, as the place of God's authority and rule. But it also says that the concrete definition of kingdom is a realm. A realm. Um, Puts us in the mind of another atmosphere, another place. Is God's kingdom set up on the earth in the scene right now? Can, Can we see it? Do we see Jesus on His throne? No, but that the kingdom of God is in a realm which is also in a place that we cannot see. Okay, Jesus said my kingdom does not consist of what is seen around you. If it did, my followers would have protected me from the death that that he suffered on the cross. If my kingdom was of this natural earthly realm, then my, my followers would be fighting. I wouldn't be delivered up for death. But as it is, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this realm. So if it's not of this realm again, it's of another realm, of another place, somewhere that we cannot see. The kingdom is made up not of things that you can see around you. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter one Hallelujah. Verse thirteen. And now he has delivered us from the power of darkness. And transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Yet we still live in the seen realm. But we just established that His kingdom is not of this realm. The Bible says He has transferred us from the kingdom or the dominion, the rule of darkness, into the kingdom of His Son. This is unseen. So far, unseen, we don't see that, but we know then that it lives on the inside of us. Um, we live and and move and operate as believers and as sons of God in an unseen kingdom. And well, we said last week that we're already walking according to this principle if we've been born again, right? 2 Corinthians five seventeen said, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new." And I asked Brother Kirk. I said, "Brother Kirk, do you believe you're saved? Yeah. Do you believe you've been redeemed from the kingdom of darkness? How do you know? According to the word. Well, um, can you see it? Um, uh, when you when you um got born again." Did did you change? You changed? Did, did Did people see any change? Did you look different? No. But you know that something happened that you changed. And I could not convince you otherwise. Not with a thousand excuses. Not with a thousand and not with violence. Could not convince you otherwise that you're not born again. So you're already when you accept Jesus as your Lord and you believe and you feel and you sense that you've had that change on the inside of you, you are already walking according to this principle. Because we believe now that something from an unseen realm came and affected you and changed you somehow, although there was nothing that we could see that would make it any different until maybe we observed your lifestyle over time which is what proves then that we have faith and that we have been born again, that we have been translated from darkness into light, is because that we act different and we talk different and we say things differently. Or we should. Hmm. Because we studied through Hebrews last week and it said over and over, they that say these things show plainly that they seek a homeland. They that say these things show plainly that they believe in something that they cannot see. The ones who have faith act a certain way and the Word says that it's accredited to them for righteousness. Puts you in right standing with God to believe Him and to believe that you have and that you're operating in the things that you do not see. Okay? Now, John 3.8 tells us that the wind blows as it wishes. We hear its sound. We feel its effect. But we do not know where it comes from. And we do not know where it's going. And it's the same if we're born of the Spirit. We would think that somebody was crazy if we walked outside and they said, those trees are moving. And you say, yeah, the wind's blowing. And they said, I don't see the wind. How you know the wind's blowing? Well, the tree's moving. Well, that doesn't mean there's wind. I mean, you can't see it. You would, you would say no, you can't see the wind, but you can see the effects of the wind. Back to the Lord. You can see His invisible attributes by the things that you can observe and see. Right? Okay, now, I'm gaining some weight lately. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Becoming a little bigger, a little rounder around my midsection. Not very quickly, but it's happening. Praise the Lord. Um. Now, if we look and we see, and give me a few months, and we'll, you know, we'll really be able to see. You look at me, and you're going, and you're going to immediately. People in Walmart are going to say, "She's pregnant. There's a baby in there. We hadn't seen it." You haven't seen it. Pastor and I go get sonograms and we see it. But you have not seen it. Right? But but because of what you know the natural order of life is, you know by seeing, you know, that round belly and and usually a certain walk that goes with the whole thing and all that, that there is a child, a living being in there. And, 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 and like I said, it's because of what we know the natural order of life is. And even further than that, we would say that child has a mother and a father. Well, how do you know? <laughs> I don't see no father. I mean, you know, I'm in Walmart pushing a buggy. I don't see him. Well, uh, you know, because you told me there was one. Well yeah, but we also know because it takes a certain way to do this thing that there has to be mother and father. Because of the things that we can see about what's going on, we know that someone else exists. Right? We know that they that's that something that he's somewhere. Or at least He was somewhere. (laughs) You know, he, He exists. He's a person with a bodily form. This is why that God sent Jesus into the earth. For our human minds, He was the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. And He was sent into the earth because at that time, people weren't walking according to the Spirit. They couldn't walk. Um, well, they were looking. They were seeing. But He then was manifest here on the earth so that we would have some concrete evidence of who the Father was. And so for three years He showed us exactly how the Father thinks. The Father moves. Um, and He told us over and over, the kingdom is like this. The kingdom is like that. The kingdom, the king, and Jesus taught. He ascended into heaven and left the Holy Spirit for us. Okay? Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Without walking according to the unseen, we cannot please God. when we walk by faith and not by sight, when the things that are seen are temporary, but the things which are unseen are eternal. The title um, that I gave the the sermon tonight was More Than Meets the Eye. There's more than meets our eyes. Romans 4.17 As it is written i have made you the father of many nations talking about Abraham in the presence of him who believed God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did now god's given us a, a um, example of how we're going to how we're going to operate he calls those things that do not exist as though they did now this word exists doesn't mean that they don't exist anywhere. It just means that they're not in the scene realm. Because once the Lord speaks the thing, it exists. It exists. And so healing. If you need healing in your body, God's already spoken that. He said, uh, prophesying in Isaiah about the, the coming of Jesus, that by His stripes... We are healed. Uh, Peter said again in Second Peter, by his stripes, we were healed. If we were healed, then we are healed. Uh, does it matter what we see? Or is there a thing in the unseen realm now that we have that's part of the kingdom that is real? That's more than what we see. And so then the people who say such things, such as, if I if I was healed, then I am healed. Those people show that they believe and are looking to a promise. And the promise that they're looking for is that that same thing that was bought by Jesus on Calvary, called their healing, that can be manifest in the seen realm. And that's why Jesus came and put His Spirit on the inside of us and gave us to be the sons of God now. Because we operate in the unseen kingdom. But He said, pray to the Father that His will be done on earth as it is in the kingdom of heaven, in the unseen realm." that we could get the things now that are in that realm that we cannot see and manifest them here on the earth. And it's a testimony to the unbelievers. Because Pastor and I were talking the other day, and, and there are benefits to living in the kingdom. There are benefits to living this way, and the Lord made it that way so that people would want to come in. So that people would want to get, get, get to be a part Again, if you have finances, if, you, if you're, you know, maybe you've never seen your, maybe you've never had a time in your life where everything was just, you know, where, where the needs were met, and you tried all sorts of different ways to get them met. Matter of fact, you operated in this unseen principle, and God forgive us and 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 help us repent and change our mind. You operated in this unseen principle called "if I swipe this plastic card." I can pay some stuff home, and that money will come, we thought. Many of us, it was we thought, (laughs) you know. But we operated in this principle because we couldn't see it, right? That's kind of a, a backwards negative way to operate in the principle. <laughs> but we did. But maybe you've lived your in your life, or you're in a time now, that just by circumstances, the circumstances of life happened, and things aren't as free. Money's not flowing. You're not you're not seeming to have the things that you need. Well, the Bible says that He supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. Where's that? In the unseen realm. Pray to the Father. Ask Him. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is there any lack in heaven? Is there any lack in the heavenly realm? Is heaven a far away place that we cannot tap into? No. We just said Jesus came teaching the kingdom. And we define kingdom as a realm. That we cannot see, however he said we could, we could bring it into the earth. This is, this is how you walk this thing out. It's not just a mystical, woo. Can't see it. But it's cool to talk about. Right? Sometimes we've, had, we've used the, the principles of God and it's been just kind of spooky. You know? This isn't spooky. This is real and concrete. Matter of fact, The thing that we're talking about of the unseen kingdom is more real than what you can see. Because the things that you can see are temporary. The things that you cannot see are... Exactly. Eternal. They've been from the beginning, and they will be long after your earth suit passed. And God's given us the keys to the kingdom, He said. No, we can just see. we say faith unlocks the door that's right when you tap in to the unseen kingdom that's faith that's it when you begin to walk in the things of god so now we're to, we're back to talking about a little bit of of Um, what we can see and receiving some things. However, let's go back and say that they're receiving things like our healing, being able to pull that healing right from the unseen realm into the seen realm of our bodies on the earth. To be able to pull the supply for the needs in our life out of the unseen realm into the seen realm on the earth, to be able to pull for the church the supply of the Spirit and the supply of the people coming in from the unseen realm into the earth. You realize that if God spoke to Pastor Brian, which he did, that the supply and everything that was needed to have Anchor Faith Church impact the city, impact the nation, influence the world—it was here before we stepped into Valdosta. In the unseen realm, because we, he prayed, we prayed, other folks prayed, and give us testimony of the fact that he prayed about a year. Give us testimony of the fact that for they would, they would say, for a year. We've been sensing a move. For a year, we've been crying out to God for a church that would teach this way. Where do our prayers heard? In the unseen realm. And it manifested here with a sign out there with an anchor on it for everybody to see what was going on in the unseen realm before we stepped into here. Guys, this is so much bigger than us and what we can see. Your life exists and and, and consists of things that are so much more than what you can see. And we become clouded with all the things we can see around us. My word. Right? We've looked at um, the report. or, Or we've looked at The lack. We've looked at what other people said. And we've molded and wanted to conform to the pressure in the scene realm. And we're not called to live there. We're not called to operate according to the world system. I I was speaking to someone this weekend and I said, You know, a pretty good indicator... Uh, of what you need to be doing and what it is. If you you see that it's the norm in the world, that's probably not it. You know? Um, If you see a system operating in the world that most people are in and they're not believers, that's probably not it for you. the things that are seen, they can be tell-alls. They can be tell-tale signs to the fact that they're reversed from what the unseen kingdom is like. When we said then that um, God calls things that be not as though they are, He speaks as though they already exist, because they do in an unseen place. And he takes no account of the things that are not already manifested in the scene. We should take no account of the things that are not already manifested in the scene. Or, and we should take no account of the things that are manifested in the scene. Just because we can see it, what big deal is that? just means we can see it. And according to the Word, that if we have faith, if we can believe to operate in the unseen realm, that even the things that we can see, we can speak to them and tell them to go and cast them into the sea. Depression. Can we feel it? Can we see it? Is it part of the earth soup thingy that we live in? Maybe it's not. Maybe you don't feel it. Out here, but you feel it in the soul realm. Can we speak to it and tell it to go? Get out of my realm. You don't belong here with me. Low self esteem. Feeling like you're not good enough, and nobody will ever, you know, um nobody would ever think you were special or anything like that. Feeling like that you always had to measure up. Because somebody told you that, that you weren't worth anything. God that called things that be not as though they were and did not take account of the things that were not yet manifest said, you'll speak to it. Tell it. Low self-esteem? Get out of my realm. You don't belong here with me. In the kingdom of heaven, you don't exist. I don't care what I see and what I hear out here. People can be ugly and mean. But you know what? Just like the things that you can see, the things that you hear, they have to be measured up. They have to be measured up with what the Word says, where your faith is. So you hear it, you filter it, and you, tell, and you talk to it. You tell it because you've got dominion over those things. Sound waves are a created thing. Yeah. Pulling the things from the unseen into the seen. God, the Creator, the invisible Creator, that made us His Son, does not operate at all one iota by the things that you and I can see. He's operating completely on faith in Himself. That what He speaks, what He commands, what He what he desires comes to pass. And you know what? God told us that we could come now and take on the image that He has because we're redeemed. Because He created man. In His image. He created mankind in His image. Sent Jesus and put us back in that place. And now He's calling you and I to not operate one iota on the things we can see. But out of the things that we say that are according to His Word, the things that we command to happen, we ought to be surprised when we command a body to be healed and it doesn't get healed. It ought to just... Oh my God. I mean, what if God told somebody to be healed and they weren't healed? I mean, it would be like tilt on the axis. The whole earth would just fall off. I mean, it just never could happen. Because the elements in this earth and sickness and disease and every name that is named, whether it be cancer or depression or any other thing that would be named in the earth, bankruptcy, financial lack, it bows to the name of Jesus. And we ought to be surprised and downright angry and running to the Word to see what on earth happened if we tell something to happen in this scene realm and it doesn't operate according to what we said. Because this is what we're called to, to bring heaven to earth. It's not just a fun song to sing. To bring His will to and His dominion and His rule into the earth. Make it operate here. And that's why we're studying things like this. And why we're saying them over and over and more than once. Because we've got to re-transform ourselves to think this way. Because if we don't, we'll continue to operate and go through our everyday life and get so clouded about the things that we can see that it chokes the word that we're hearing and the Bible says we would become unfruitful. And Jesus cursed the fig tree because it wouldn't bear fruit. We don't want to be that way. We want to be fruitful. So we got to be operating in this principle, in the unseen realm. Um, If we find things in His word again, then we can go ahead and speak as though they exist. And according to Hebrews chapter 11 that we studied last week, if we don't speak as though they exist, that means that we don't believe His Word. Because we show by what we say and the way that we act, whether or not that we believe. You can say, oh, I believe, I believe. I believe God. But tomorrow when I see you uptown here, if you're talking something that's contrary, then and, and then I have I have no other um, conclusion to come to. Then they they don't really believe. Not really li- living you know by faith. That's not condemnation. Again, it's the mirror of the word. And just because um, you're not saying it right today, and you didn't maybe do it perfect today, well, who cares about that? That's something that was seen too. And it can be changed. Temporary. It's repent. Change your mind. Change the way you think. Learn some things. Get it changed. If you don't know what the Word says about your situation, find it. If you can't find it, call Pastor I. We'll find it. We will find it because the Word applies. The Word of the King is power. And, and he and He... Intends for us to operate in that, in, in the earth. Find it. Read the Word. Study the Word. Find somebody to help you. Get it. Get it. We want to bring what is in the unseen into the seen. Now, let me say this one more thing. At the beginning, we started in Romans chapter 1, verse 20, and we said, For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. In other words, He being invisible could be proven to exist by the things that we can see in the earth. I want to challenge you that you who are seen ought to be proven in your faith by your ability to tap into the unseen and bring it to the earth. See, it's like a flip-flop. I thought, God, that's so good. I was praying and meditating today, and He said, I'm invisible, and you can tell I exist by the things that are seen. You're seen, and we should be able to tell that you exist in the kingdom by the things that are unseen, that are operating in your life. Amen? Amen? Let's be challenged to tap into and to get the Word of the King and to operate... In the unseen. Matter of fact, school yourself. Everything that you see, say, passing away. Passing away. I won't be here forever. Because then that's the way we operate in other principles according to the kingdom, like given. This thing I've got is just temporary anyway. Right? Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Let's pray.